Hey, where are you going? I gotta get home. America, it's time to come home. It's time to come home. By bringing common sense back into the nonsense. Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where America comes home. Get on home. Down this dirt road, you're going to find determination and grit, opinions that matter, and a big old helping of good discernment. And now, the woman that wishes the D.C. occupiers would stop making her use her mom voice. Do not make me come down there. Here's your host and the voice of common sense, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here, and I am in the office today. Uh, it was it was a nasty day here in Missouri yesterday with ice everywhere, and my husband said, I don't want you to go in. And Rudy came in and slid way down the parking lot <laughs> behind the, and the alleyway behind there, and, and uh, he said the only way he could make it up the hill, the parking lot, was he was throwing... Uh, Ice melt, whatever you call it, the salt along the way so he could walk. He'd, he'd kind of like uh, throwing breadcrumbs so you can catch your way back home, only this was different anyway. It was nasty, but the temperature is up to 30-something right now, and so all that ice is melted, and we're glad. We're glad it's gone. Let's go to the Lord in prayer, you know, because <laughs> we're sure waiting for global warming around here, I'm telling you. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you with thankful hearts. And Father, yes, we, we complain about the weather, but we know that there is a season for everything and a purpose for every season. So we stand on your word and your promises that spring is just around the corner where we will see new life. And Father, I pray for that. I pray for new life within this nation, a new life of freedom, a new life of people who want to worship you, a new life that is free of all the corruption that we are seeing, that all those children, all those who have been taken, used as commodities, that they will be set free. Lord God, we just pray for your protective, your hedge of protection around us, those of us who are fighting. I pray for President Donald J. Trump that you will protect him. Give great wisdom to those who are in his counsel, that that are counseling him, and give him wisdom, Father. Sometimes he he needs a little bit of it as well. But I pray for their protection. I pray for those who are in prison right now unjustly, that you will protect them and encourage them, Father. May they know that America has not forgot them. Lord God, I just pray for CSE Talk Radio. I pray for Power of the Future as we fight and press forward for common sense in this nation. Fighting for independence and sovereignty. We praise you, O God, for the great God, the great I am that you are. And it is in Jesus' name, for such a time as this, that I pray. Amen. You know, control is about control. 
I was reading several articles this morning, uh, one regarding the ban on menthol cigarettes, another on forcing EVs, and another on the bad SCOTUS decision. Totally unconstitutional. They're going to force Texas to stop protecting its own borders. Then it just came to the top of mind that control is about control. Mandates are about control. Regulations are about control. Permits, fines, and licenses are about control and money. Bureaucracy is about control. Democracy is about control. Affordable health care is about control and money. Have you noticed you have better health care or cheaper health care since Obamacare was forced upon us? Of course not. Abortion is about control, population control, and it's also about an industry, an evil, evil industry. Inflation is about control, and it is a hidden tax which controls us, we the people. Climate change, the Green New Deal, Davos, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, Executive Order 14008, and all so many more. They're all about control. No, they're not about saving the planet. They're about control. The the indictments against Trump, control, and a warning, and an example, and a punishment. Gun control, well, that says it. It's about control. Controlling the unhappy citizens and safeguarding the elites in charge. Razor wire on the border was about controlling the influx of illegal aliens. But we must realize that the invasion at the border is also about control. Thus, stopping it by any means cannot be allowed. Remember, tyranny is defined as that which is legal for the government, but illegal for the citizenry. However... According to, I believe this was Alexander Hamilton that said this, Liberty. Real liberty is neither found in despotism or the extremes of democracy, but in moderate governments. Unless your government is respectable, foreigners will invade your rights. And to maintain tranquility, it must be respectable. I would say our government lacks respectability big time. To control the American people by way of legislation while ignoring and bypassing the Constitution is tyranny against we the people. Our Bill of Rights is the control that ought to be enforced. Control is about control. And when the government leaders legislate, mandate, regulate, fine, and more, control most definitely is tyranny. And with that, I'm going to bring on Daniel Turner. Daniel, how are you doing today? Bethany, you are reading my mind. It's remarkable. <laughs> it's it's strange this connection we have, isn't it? I I have for for days now been thinking about um, just this the uh, the idea of power and what you're mm. calling control. Same idea, exactly. And and I've I've been thinking about it in in the light of philosophical treatise that I read back in the day when I was when I was studying and, and, and learning and um, Cicero wrote that very important treatise on friendship, De Amicitia, where he tries to explain what friendship is and he's fascinated by this this idea and he wants to put it in some sort of writing. And Thomas Aquinas wrote an enormous treatise on truth, De Veritate trying to understand what truth is, trying to give it a philosophical and intellectual foundation. And I've been looking for something called 
the potentem, right, on power and just an, an understanding of, of power from a philosophical and academic understanding because it does absolutely fascinate me, and you are 100% right. Power exists for the sake of power. And I was even thinking of small examples which so many of your audience will understand. The first person who ran for the Homeowners Association and then as soon as they get voted in president, the first thing they do is they decide to ban all sorts of flowers and pink colors and doormats. And you scratch your head and say, <laughs> well, why do you care so much about Because it's power. And now they have power and they want to exercise power. You can even in your beloved local church, you can find someone in oh, charge yes. of the choir or the banners. And that person's a little tyrant. And if you wear the wrong <laughs> choir robe or the wrong shoes, that's it. They, their purpose exists to make it miserable to be part of your group. Power for the sake of power. Something I really want to talk about with you in the next thing. Okay, and, and that sounds really good to me because I'll tell you what. Unfortunately, that is the nature of man. And um, that's why we have Constitutional Republic was to stop that. But they're, ne- they're neglecting that. They're, oh, anyway, we'll talk about it when we come back. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power the Future. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. That's PowerTheFuture.com. And let's all power up, and we'll be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients. 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website Immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. 
At CSC Talk Radio, there's always more to say than can fit into the show's four segments. But did you know there's a fifth segment? Several times a week, Beth Ann publishes Beyond the Microphone, the fifth segment. And you can get each publication delivered directly to your email for free. Just go to BethAnnCSCTalkRadio.substack.com and enter your email address to subscribe. Additionally, when you subscribe, you'll be given the opportunity to support the show with a monthly or yearly contribution. You choose. New supporters are always welcome, but you can always subscribe for free. In addition to getting the newest issue delivered to your inbox, you can browse through 100-plus articles on a variety of topics. Just go to BethAnnCSCTalkRadio.substack.com to subscribe today and dive deeper into the important topics that bring America home. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with uh, Daniel Turner. And we're going to talk about power and control and uh What's going on? And uh, I know that's heavy on your heart. I know everyone who loves liberty has heavy hearts these days. And and we're anticipating what's going to happen, and not necessarily in a good way, <laughs> because mm-hmm. I think there's going to be shenanigans. And I have a little bit of a theory I hope that is completely wrong that I might share with you later. But let's. I want to hear your um, your ideas on control and power. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, I often, when I give presentations about fossil fuels, I, I like to start in the beginning, and that's 40,000 years ago. <laughs> and I, I talk about the history of man on this planet and how really, for the most part, it's been miserable. It's, <laughs> we've been cold, we've been hungry, we've been dirty and sick, tired, uh, oppressed, abused, afraid, and how fossil fuels eliminated a lot of that, right? It gave us warmth, it gave us protection, it gave us et cetera. And, and I think you can use a similar analogy when we talk about freedom and, and people living on this, on this planet and their own level of autonomy, of, of individual control. And for just a small fraction of, of the history of man on this planet, has he been remotely free, if at all, but just a sliver. For the vast majority of the people who have ever been born or, or are alive today are somewhat controlled by the state, by a caste system like you find in, in countries still. Heck, if anyone is a fan of the TV show Downton Abbey, you can even look at the pre-World War One and, and say most poor people in England were under control of whatever lord or lady they served. Um, yes. Freedom is a very new concept, and, um, and and freedom lived by millions of people is still fairly rare. So I agree with you. It is human nature to seek to control others. It, it, it's kind of human nature, as awful as it sounds, to, to, to subjugate one another. And if you are a statist, and I use that term with politeness to call Joe Biden and John Kerry and Bill Gates statists. You could call them flat-out communists if you wanted to, but they believe in control. They believe in the state. Freedom scares them desperately. They don't think people should be free. They think people are too stupid to be free. They want to decide everything about your life. They want to decide what you eat, how you get to work, where you live. You talk about the 15-minute cities or the, the the 2030 
plan of the United Nations. Freedom scares folks, um, and some people are afraid of their own freedom. You see yes. terrible parents who are out there demanding that they have no school choice. And you say, okay, well, if you don't want school choice, then you can let the government decide where your kid goes to school. But I do want school choice. And their answer is, nope, you don't have that choice either. Freedom scares them so much that they don't even want you to be free. So I, I think there's a, a, a huge philosophical understanding we need when we talk about control. It's, it's so much greater than the battles that we're having now. They are big philosophical differences. And I think freedom really does scare people. It didn't scare our founders. It didn't scare great philosophers like John Stuart Mill or, or uh, uh, John Locke. Um, mm. It didn't scare folks in the past, but it scares people now. And, and we need to understand that before we can have these small conversations about school choice, about uh, fossil fuels, etc. Did, did the founding fathers just, this, this just kind of came to my, to my mind, um, have that little taste of freedom because they were so far away from the king. And that's one reason when he started, um, doing his thing and it got worse and worse, they realized what they had and what he was trying to control because they were on this land that he'd never stepped foot on. And so they had a, a, a taste of that freedom to own property that, that you couldn't do overseas. You couldn't do that in Britain. Only the royalties own property. But here they had a piece of land or they had a house or they had a, uh, a store or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And they had that taste of freedom. I, I think it's a unique perspective that very few countries have. I, I think we have it. I think Australia has it. Um, I think you can throw New Zealand back in the day to a certain extent in that these ideas of freedom, these ideas of the Enlightenment that were really born in Europe were born into a society that was already very well built and established. Mm -hmm. um, so they had to find a new land. And I think, to, to your point, if you're mid-1700s America and you're looking these cities that you're establishing in the frontier, you're doing it on your own. No, no king is building this for you. If you look at these great estates that they built, no, no, no British parliament is doing it. You're doing it. So you do scratch your head and say, well, why the heck do I need the king? Why do I need the parliament? Why do I need, aren't we, we a free people have built a pretty great nation on our own. Um, so I do think, Certain countries have a greater sense of freedom because they've lived their DNA as autonomous. Probably a lot harder to do that when you are in England or France or Europe, which has thousands of years of construction and building and, and school. Heck, there are universities in, 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 in Europe that are a thousand years old. So it's kind yes. of hard to penetrate those societies and say, I got a new idea for you. We don't need <laughs> central government. We're free on our own. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> what? Well, and and the irony of when they the king needed to pay for his war, so he needed more money. So he decided, you know, those people across the ocean over there, they're not paying their fair share. Let's tax them. Yeah, exactly. To pay for his war. And I'm thinking of what's going on now, how they keep taxing us to pay for this and to pay for that. 
and this industrial military war complex that wants us to keep funding all these wars. How is that a whole lot different? It isn't. And that's that's why I think the, the, the American people hopefully are realizing, even when you look at every agenda that is posited before them, every big issue we talk about, from one perspective, they are almost always the solution is found in, in government. The government's found in new laws. It's found in new regulations. It's found in new agencies. How does Joe Biden want to tackle the climate? He wants a multiple trillions of dollars, and he wants a new cabinet agency. And you, again, you could scratch your head and say, but the cabinet agencies now are doing a lousy job. Why would we think another one would suddenly make it better? Right? Look at look at the size of the cabinet agency of the education department. Are we better educated? Then when that department's new, Jimmy Carter didn't start it till 1979. Are we smarter now than we are? Quite frankly, and I hate to be so crass, the American children are dumb. Yes. Very, very dumb. Yes. Very poorly educated. So why would we want more power in government? Because they're statists, right? They're, they're people like Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. Their answers are always found in government more, and, and never in freedom. Uh, Obamacare is a wonderful example of that. The answer is bigger, more expensive, larger government. You pointed out in your opening monologue, we're paying 300% more for insurance than we were before Obamacare was passed. And if you could find me one Democrat who would admit that the plan was a failure, I'd be surprised. They will tell you it's a huge success. Why? Because it's government. And once you have government... You never get rid of it. They're never going to get rid of Obamacare, just like they're never going to get rid of these other agencies that we've tried so hard to get rid of. Ultimately, the answer is found in government. It's never found in freedom. It's it's found in control. You know, going back to that, um, never getting rid of these in the education department um, and not having and, – and I'm going to – Include my, I'm going to lump myself in this <laughs> because somewhere in my style, my stack of papers that is just mounting up really bad, I have the seventh grade test that was, you had to pass in order to go on to the next grade. Now it came out of the state of Kansas. Mm-hmm. I cannot answer some of the questions on that seventh grade <laughs> test. Math questions. I mean, Seriously, the kids had to know something. But if you keep the people uneducated, you can fool them. So the only reason I have never accepted climate change is because the one day I was listening in science class was the day they talked about oxygen and CO2 and how you have to have both to live. And so I've I've never bought the story of CO2 being a toxic gas because it isn't a toxic gas. And um, so I'm proof if you educate them, they're going <laughs> to they're going to question you on it. And uh, so anyway, I hear the music. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. We're always so glad when he's on. I feel like I learn so much more, and I feel like we're a team. We're going to take this country back. We'll be right back.
For centuries, those who raise, breed, and work with animals have been revered and lauded for what they do. Today, across America, the rights to own and raise animals are under attack by animal rights activists and their increased influence on government and non-government agencies. This onslaught regularly violates protection from legal search and seizure and a citizen's right to due process of the law, all of which are outlined specifically in the U.S. Constitution. Protect your animals, your animal enterprise, and your property from this abuse of power with a membership to the Cavalry Group. Membership provides immediate access to their team to protect law law-abiding animal owners and animal enterprise against unwarranted search and seizure and false claims. They also work to protect their members' interests legislatively at the local, state, and federal levels. Get the shield that protects you, your animals, and your property. Join the Cavalry Group today. Call 855-748-4210 or go to their website at thecavalrygroup.com. There's nothing wrong with global communication. After all, high tech has made our world seem smaller. But now we hear terms such as global governance. Henry Lamb's book, A Short Course in Global Governance, is a clear education, indeed, regarding the importance of knowing and understanding global governance. Do you believe the U.N. should have power over the United States or any other nation? With global governance, there is no sovereign United States of America. Read firsthand and learn the true agenda of global governance. America says private property shall not be taken for public use without just compensation. However, global governance says private ownership of land contributes to social injustice. Public control of land use is indispensable. Learn more now. A short course in global governance is only $750. Visit our online store at csctalkradio.com or send $750 to P.O. Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018 for your A Short Course in Global Governance. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free, my pillow towel set go to mypillow.com click on the radio listener special and enter promo code bethann or call at 1-800-978-6168 that's mypillow.com and the promo code is bethann for such a time as this we know that the heart of a nation takes on the heart of its people if the people have turned from god the nation is doomed in sin God is in control of all nations and their leaders. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The future of this nation is relying on the bended knees of the people, God's people. Will you accept this challenge to sacrifice five minutes a day to kneel and to pray? For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness and trust in our God to heal our land and bring America home?
And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Yeah, we're halfway through the show and we've just begun. It just it just goes so fast. Maybe, maybe Beth Ann talks too much or something. But anyway, let's get back to your thesis on De Potentem. I think I'm going to have to uh, do a little research this afternoon because you're talking above my head. <laughs> let's uh, let, let me have your thesis. What's going on? Are you there, Dan? Energy in general? Oh, there you are. No, your thesis. <laughs> just, you oh, just I'm take the microphone. You go on. <laughs> I know. It, it, I, I can't believe it. we're halfway done and, and, and we still are, are just scratching the surface of it. But, but, but I do think it's an important conversation. Um, and, and I do think it's important that people I, – I question sometimes our political leaders when they don't have these somewhat – lofty thoughts and i don't always put myself in that category i don't think i'm the smartest person in the room um but i do think and and it's one of the reasons why i love having my farm because i do go for a lot of walks and i do think and Mm. i don't look at my phone um good for you i do think our elected leaders lack some of these deeper thoughts the best example by far and because she's the easy punching bag i always love to mention it is our beloved New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez when she was in that community garden in the Bronx and she talked about how she didn't see representation of the food eaten by Latino and Afro-Caribbean people and she wondered if there was colonialism and cultural racism that was preventing it from being grown in New York and she talked about cocoa and yucca and, and you wanted to say, oh no, Congresswoman, see, it's not grown in the Bronx. Because it's the Bronx. Right? We don't grow palm trees in the Bronx either. And the cotton fields are not found in Maine. They're found in Georgia because there is a thing called weather patterns and, and, <laughs> and topography and geology and, and climate zones. And that's the, that's the sort of stupidity our members of Congress have. That here's, here's, a, here's an elected official who thinks it's racist that there are no palm trees or in yuckas. the Bronx. Um, and so how could we possibly sit down with Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez and talk about freedom as, as, a, as an extension of the human spirit, human as, an ex, as, as, a dignif- as, as, as providing dignity to humanity, the dignity of being able to make your own way in this world, and the dignity of being able to fail your own way rather than the indignity of being dependent and at the, at the hold of the behest of government from cradle to death, which is what she wants for the people of the Bronx. You're born on welfare. You live in government housing. You get government food. You get government welfare or, or, or stamps or a government job, and then the government takes care of you. If, if she thinks racism is to blame for not growing yucca, how could we possibly engage with her on philosophical conversations about de potente and dignity? It, it's not possible back then. No, I, I agree. And, you know, I was, um, I wrote a little letter to Nikki. I'm going to sh- probably put it on Substack or something here, complaining about how hard it was growing up. The woman that became governor, she became a UN ambassador. She's running for president. She's got this huge mansion on the beach and she's complaining about people teasing yeah. her about her skin color. She wasn't black nor she was white. She was just brown. Yeah. And, and I don't even see her that way. And and it's it's so I, I've written a kind of a facetious letter to her about how I do feel her pain because I was teased all through school for being short, 
And there were certain jobs I was denied because I was short. Couldn't be an airline stewardess. You had to be five six or five seven. Couldn't be a model because you had to be this or that. She said she couldn't be in a beauty pageant because she was brown. She wasn't black. She wasn't white. She was brown, and so she was denied. And I'm thinking, did they tell her that? No. Uh, no, she's just making that up. <laughs> yeah, and and if there isn't anything that is more antithesis of conservative values, it's clinging to victimhood status. Oh, gracious. Demanding special attention. And so I think that's the ultimate sign of her desperation of her political I do. campaign. I agree. Um, because aren't we so – there's, there's something fascinating also that I know comes with age and you have these reflections. And maybe when Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez hits the threshold of 35, she, she'll have uh, a mental capacity for thinking these things and – I can't under, expect her to think the things of someone who's 15 years her senior. Um, but but something that comes with age is how exhausted you get from these conversations. And to hear Nikki Haley talk about how difficult her life has been because she's a woman and because she's a woman of color, it's so exhausting. I, I mean, I, I, I go back and I think of early TV shows when I was a kid. I just wanted to laugh on The Cosby Show. I didn't need Claire Huxtable giving me a lecture about how hard her life was being. But, I mean, that's the early 80s. We're we're 40 years later, and we're still finding people who say, you have no idea how difficult my life has been because I am, insert, aggrieved, which is why the the aggrieved class has to grow. And it's no longer just women and people of color. It now has to be the handy accessible. It's got to be LGBTQ. It's got to be the trans community, the migrant community, the the, the 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 mentally deficient. You can't call them that. That's offensive. It's the look at the FAA and, and Pete Buttigieg who are making an active oh, effort to find a neurologically divergent, neurologically and psychologically divergent. Everyone has a reason to complain about life. Um, and because it's easier than the risk of having to do it on your own. Um, well, when, the problem, though, is that if those people win, the rest of us who want to do it are on our own are denied that opportunity. You know, when I heard her complaining about being female, and now she's complaining about being Indian, being brown, I see it as a weakness. Mm-hmm. Because instead of standing there and being an equal, she started saying, well, it's because they're sexist. It's because they are racist. So how can you run a country if you can't overcome and understand who you are? Yeah. You are whatever God made you. He made me short. My mother was short. You know, I, there's no chance of me being tall. And it's, it's like, why would I vote for her if she's going to claim victimhood, just like everybody else? I see it as a weakness. And, it and, is, and you're bridging two huge concepts right now, which is where our philosophical conversation continues from the, the shift from equality to equity and how that ties into the quest for power. Because if we push an, an, an agenda of equity, which is equal, which is which is guaranteed equal outcomes well the only way to guarantee that is through power and so kamala harris always uses that example that graphic of the three people trying to watch the baseball game 
and one guy is on two boxes and the other two are on no boxes and then someone takes away the boxes and now they're all equally able to watch the baseball game because they're all standing on a box. That's trite and it's simplistic, (laughs) but it also emphasizes the fact that someone's going to confiscate your box. And what if I brought the, what if I lugged that box four miles from my house to watch the baseball game? Doesn't matter. It's not equitable. Now I'm going to take that from you and give it to someone who I think deserves the box. So as we move from a society of equality to a society of equity, it gives the people who want power more power. It, it, it fills them with power because they have to guarantee outcomes. And the only way to do that is to steal and confiscate from others and redistribute. Yes. The government can't give you anything until they take it away from somebody else or you, you know. You know, even the education, we were talking about that earlier. The education now, they own it. <laughs> and it's the American people who are paying for it. And yet we have lost representation because of this socialism. And that's what we're at. That's where we're at. We don't like to say it out loud, but it's where we at. If you're taking programs and social um, entitlements or whatever you want to call them, I don't call everything an entitlement. But if you take that carrot they've, they're dangling in front of you, then they own you. They can tell you what to do with that carrot, how to eat it, how to cook it, how to wear it. Anyway, I hear the music. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. We're all philosophical today. Will we get the answer? Probably. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Looking for someone to educate and encourage your group? Invite Beth Ann and her Bring America Home message to your community or event. Call 573-796-2166 or email Rudy S at csetalkradio.com to invite Beth Ann to speak at your next event. Beth Ann has been behind the microphone for almost 30 years fighting to bring America home. She brings her unique perspective, drawing from her many life experiences and her love for God and country. As a young girl, her family moved from the big city to a small rural community where she would grow up, marry her husband, and together raise five sons. Along the way, she worked in factories, retail, sales, and medical clinic, and now lights up the airwaves on CSE Talk Radio. As the D.C. occupiers continue to drive our society into socialism and anarchy, the message to bring America home grows more crucial by the day. Beth Ann brings that message with contagious passion wherever she speaks. Schedule Beth Ann to speak to your group today by calling 573-796-2166. 
Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. My MyPillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code BETHANN or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code BETHANN. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients. 150 in all. A month's supply of Amino 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website Amino150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. We have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're in the final segment of today's show. I tell you what, I'm really enjoying this conversation, Daniel. I hope you are too. Because I think it's I think it's important that the American people sit down and think about just exactly what's happening. You know, the Supreme Court, and I know this has nothing to do with maybe power of the future, but the Supreme Court ruling against Texas to, to uh, guard their borders. There's no way, I mean, I'm no genius, there's no way that decision was constitutional. Yet that's what happened. And I think we need to understand, these people aren't using our, they're not using our contract called the Constitution or the Bill of Rights. And um, we're in trouble. And I think that's why the American people are rising up. That's why Nikki Haley's going to lose, because she's going to continue to be the same o same And I think she's got all puffed up because of all the money that's being thrown at her. But um, it, it, let's get back to where you were on some of this, because it's <laughs> it's control. And even even this this thing called energy, that is about control. That is about punishing the American people, and it's also about money. And I think that's something we have to realize. Who Who is wanting the money? Why is it wrong for the United States to have this money? What? Why is it wrong for us to be independent? What is, what is the logic there? And the logic is power. Yeah. It always comes down to that, doesn't it? It comes down to, um, you can point to our education system, People want to be in control of what we teach. 
how we teach it, the teachers' mm-hmm. unions, um, and and getting rid of that, decentralizing, allowing people freedom, that's not an option because then they're no longer in control. It, it's also the same idea of the attacks on, as far as I'm concerned, the gas-powered car. Yes. There's an awful lot of autonomy in that. I point often to China, and they say the, the John Kerry's of the world will, will talk about China as a wonderful example of EVs, um, and they are the world's largest EV makers and users. They have the highest per capita use of EVs worldwide. But John Kerry is, is, is naive to think they do it because of climate change. They do it for primarily because they don't have a natural source, a domestic source of oil. They have to import every drop of oil they have, and they know that makes them very vulnerable because we could shut off their oil. We should shut off their oil, quite yes. frankly. Um, so, so they need electric vehicles because they do have a lot of coal and they can charge them. But secondly, they love EVs because you can shut them down on people. If your credit score in China doesn't allow you to use your EV that day, well, then the government just turns it off. And isn't that a wonderful way to control folks if, if we know look at our own federal government on january 6th if, if you use the debit card in washington dc on january 6th they have been surveilling you you mean my my grandmother who was 15 miles away in northwest tacoma park went to the bank that day nope she's on a list why because it's about control and that should scare people uh, and those are the types of centralized big government controls that we look at China as this crazy example that's not happening, but we're creeping our way towards that because, like I said, if you are a statist, and that's a polite word, but if you believe in central power, if you believe in big government, that's the direction you would like to head. And there's lots of folks from John Kerry on climate to Anthony Fauci on vaccines. Mm. There are lots of people who think that that's the type of control that they have the right to exercise over you, whether or not you leave your house, how you drive to work, what you teach your kids. There's a reason why Randy Weingartner, the head of the teachers' unions, was so pro-Anthony Fauci. There's a reason why Anthony Fauci is so anti-school choice. There's a reason why both of them are firm believers in climate change, because ultimately it's the same level of control. It's the same agenda. It just manifests itself differently and us on the other side that's why we all have to be united and you can't look at one issue and say well i don't really get involved in that i'm not really a huge gun guy it doesn't make a difference nope you have to be because it's about control and that's that's the beginning of this larger movement from a united states meaning 50 autonomous states where you have a lot of control to america and we call it that sometimes for short, but we're really not America. We should be, Virginia should be more powerful than Washington. Richmond Amen. is equally powerful to Washington, D.C., and it's not. And the fact that Austin tried to exercise control on the board, well, Washington, D.C. stepped up, and now their justices have affirmed them and said, we're more powerful than you. You have to learn your place, Texas. Yeah. And like I said, there's nothing constitutional about that. And and we just found out that the J6 eliminated over a hundred uh, different places, um, embeddings in the films. 
so that they could control the narrative of their hearing, which was all theater, driven in one direction, not for justice, driven in one direction. And I thought of you yesterday when I had this article come down from the Daily Caller. It's major liberal charities funneling millions of dollars into the arms of Chinese government on all kinds of reasons behind it, all these foundations, you know, that... um, but it ends up in the hands of the People's Liberation Army, yeah, our enemies. And and uh, there was a reporter down there on the on the border recently, and and he asked this guy who he was. He's, and he says in a Middle Eastern accent, "You don't know who I am. If you were smart, you would know who I am. But you are not smart. You don't know who I am. But you will soon know who I am." That's a threat to the United States of America. I said somebody should have just took him out right there. But nobody did. Instead, they yeah. let him loose. It's, it's yeah, it's, and, and when we're supposed to watch that and and not be concerned, you look at the number of American economists, leftist economists, who will always praise the Chinese model. Paul Krugman, the best example. Um, Thomas Friedman uh, used to talk about the marvel of China, how they build things so quickly. And if you would ask him, well, they're able to build that Olympic Village because they just bulldozed everybody's house. Would Thomas Freeman think that's an acceptable solution? Probably, because his mm. goal is building the village. Freedom, individual freedom, it's that Ayn Rand quote, there is no greater minority than the individual. And and when individual rights get to be trampled on for the common good, for the imminent domain, whatever the phrase is, um, it becomes a huge threat to all of us. And so, fascinating conversation today with you, Beth Ann. Sometimes no, we need you. these philosophical ones. Well, it helps me. I, I know. Um, I really, I do feel like I learn a lot from you, and it helps me because sometimes I have. I think, am I thinking crazy? And then you join me. <laughs> I feel like I'm we'll sane after together. all. <laughs> I feel like it's all okay. But I think you clicked on something there at the very end. I don't think America is about individual rights anymore. I think we've thrown that out the door. So equality has turned to equity, and that's not individual rights. So I think that's where we are. I hear the music. We're heading out for the day. Thank you so much, Daniel, for all that you do to help America. Power up and let's bring her home. Thank you. God bless you, Daniel. CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to beth at csctalkradio.com. 
what if things were made in America again? We all complain about our products, even our food coming from foreign lands and foreign laborers. But do we really understand? James Stewart didn't understand, so he dug in, and wow, he kept digging in. It all started with a light bulb. It held the label GE, but it read Made in China. Jim has done the research. Now you can have the answers in detail. Consumers can rebuild the middle class by buying things made in American communities. Find out why free trade resulted in six million lost manufacturing jobs and lower wages for most Americans. While free trade brought cheaper goods, we also had less money to purchase goods. That giant sucking sound sucked the life right out of American manufacturing. Order Jim's book today. What if things were made in America again? Send twenty four ninety five to CSE Talk Radio, Post Office Box seventy three, California, Missouri six five zero one eight. Let's build it in America. Buy it in America and bring America home. Do we lack enthusiasm and understanding of the word liberty? Do we weep for liberty which we have lost? Or do we simply not understand the substance and sacrifice for which we were once privileged? Liberty. Webster defines liberty as the state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's life, behavior, or political views. Today we seem to want restrictions. Government micromanaging our lives? But do we realize the cost? Alexander Hamilton once stated, There is a certain enthusiasm in liberty that makes human nature rise above itself in acts of bravery and heroism. As a republic, we the people must guard the liberty of others. We must continue the enthusiasm that will make men free. Visit csctalkradio.com, where Beth Ann puts enthusiasm and common sense back into American liberty as she brings America home.